0: Back to Crane Durham's Nothing But Truth. Nothing but
1: truth. Nothing. On AFR Talk. Welcome back. Our conversation continues. Crane Durham's Nothing But Truth proudly on
0: AFR
1: Talk. And our conversation continues with the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, author of The Islamic Tsunami, David Rubin. And, David, we were talking about Syria versus uh, Libya the reasons for intervention in, in Libya stand with the people, Libyan people. He's a brutal dictator. He has American blood on his hands, certainly. Uh, Bashar Assad, though, Syria, he he's a brutal dictator, chief ally to uh, Iran, and has Hariri's blood on his hands with a, and also a whole host of others' blood on his hands from his government. So why not Syria? What, why why Libya and not Syria when it comes to our support for the rebels?
0: Well, as, as I had started to say, the mm-hmm. in in Libya, the the United States threw its wholehearted support, the Obama administration, that is, through its wholehearted support, and at, at the expense of of billions of dollars to to do away with Gaddafi to, to overthrow Gaddafi and of course eventually get him killed, um, by, by the rebels. So the this is what happened in Libya and the rebels have been proven to be uh, mu, you know Muslim rebels who are who who want to uh, destroy the West probably more than Gaddafi did, and so so this is these are not friends of the United States. Who have been put into power by the United States. Now, the Obama administration in Syria is taking a slightly different approach. They haven't yet, and I put the stress on the word yet, they haven't yet made a commitment, a military commitment or a financial commitment to overthrow Assad, who, who is another dictator, but, uh, you know, and certainly not a pro Western dictator. He's aligned with Iran. Uh, the. The problem is that the Muslim rebels or the rebels in Syria are most likely Muslim radicals no less than the others. You have to remember, there's a conflict, an internal conflict in the Islamic world between Shiite Islam and Sunni Islam. Mm -hmm. And the, the Assad government is Shiite Islam. It's aligned with Iran. The, the Sunni government, uh, excuse me, the, the Sunni Muslims in Syria are the rebels. They're the ones who are trying to overthrow the Shiite Muslim uh, dictator, which is, was Assad. And, and that, that's the situation. I, I think it's a big mistake, frankly, and I thought it was a big mistake in Libya as well, for the United States to get involved, for the United States to be investing heavy funds during a a deficit era, and I I, I just think it would be a mistake, you know, the Muslim rebels, so the Sunni Muslim rebels are fighting against the Shiite Muslim government, uh, both want to destroy the United States and certainly want to destroy Israel. I see absolutely no reason for the United States to get involved.
1: Okay, and so... Obviously, as you mentioned, they all come together when it comes to wanting to rid the world of Israel and the United States. We see that with iran uh, Iran's support for Hamas and you know Shia f- support for Sunni not getting involved. Uh, that's one of the options, certainly. but here's my question. I'm going to throw Egypt in there to make it even more confusing, but nonetheless it we're dealing with a comprehensive approach in forwarding a policy that secures not only the united states but our number one ally in the region obviously that would be israel and my sense is hey we have a uh, we have an interest in promoting not islamists not uh not salafists not not people who are looking to destroy us but genuine reformers so we can aid and seek out those we can make conditions on aid uh, when it comes to uh, the the practices of giving aid to those who would possibly get into power. And one of the places we could have done this a lot more effectively was in Egypt, but yet we what do we see there but the rise of the Muslim Brotherhood? So it seems to me, long question, long way to get there, but here it is. President Obama said, okay... Arab Spring, Islamist winner, welcomed it in by not doing something, by not aggressively supporting the people that wanted the, the uh, Green Revolution, by not supporting those genuine reformers in Egypt. And therefore, those people are marginalized, and you're going to have the Islamist winner, which means Israel pays the price, as it's doing right now with rocket attacks, and the United States will pay the price continuously with terrorism being sponsored by these governments in the future. Your thoughts
0: well you you just accurately pointed out the clear connection between what has what has happened in Egypt, which is the electoral victory for the Muslim Brotherhood. and I, I should point out a clear electoral victory for the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, both because it was both presidential and parliamentary. and And at the same time, uh, to, really two days later, after that election, Uh, victory became clear, even though it hasn't been officially announced yet, the uh, rocket attacks from the Hamas terrorist organization have started on Israel again. Uh, In the past 24 hours, there have been close to 50 rockets uh, launched at Israel from Gaza, which is the Hamas terrorist stronghold. And I should point out, uh, so that we really get the full picture here, that the Hamas terrorist organization is basically an extension of the Muslim Brotherhood, which just won that victory in Egypt. So clearly there is a a connection that the the Muslim Brotherhood victory emboldens the Hamas terrorists, and they're they're just going to go forward and become more aggressive. Uh, Truly, the, the United States has to understand that that you you need to stand with your with your friends or at least your allies, and and it, it, it's not you you can't look at, uh, in, especially in the Islamic world, you cannot look at the, each leader with with a, a magnifying glass to to inspect the, you know how how he. Uh, brushes his hair. I mean, the, you, you have to look at these guys and understand that, they're, that they are imperfect. They're influenced by the Islamic world. You want to have leadership that is going to stand with the United States, that is not going to be hostile towards Israel. And, uh, and, that, uh, and that is what the situation was in Egypt, where Hosni Mubarak was in charge, and the Muslim Brotherhood came in and, and uh, basically overthrew him. And uh, up to this point, uh, you know, the United States has been virtually silent on, on this reality.
1: Well, facing the realities, judging ones by their actions and not their words, recognizing that there's, there's not perfection, and, and looking at what best meets our allies and our national security goals, um, and that weakness invites aggression— a whole host of things, but we can get their actions, we can get their words and their actions and the overall design through your work, the Islamic tsunami uh, your book www.islamictsunami.com we can also do it next week. i'm going to ask you on air to have come back on same time, same bad time, same bad channel, David, and uh, continue this conversation because obviously these issues are far from going away, and we certainly appreciate your expert analysis. Thank you. Well, Will you come well, back you, on Crane. next week? It's
0: good to be with you. All right. I look forward to speaking again.
1: All right. Next week, same time. Thanks, brother. Take care.